Hello, everyone. Welcome into the Grace Point Daily Podcast. I am your host, Pastor Jeremiah Johnson. Thank you so much for joining us today on episode number 13, where we're going to be talking about maybe we should be in competition with each other as Christians. Before we dive into that subject matter, I want to say thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. We are almost at 400 plays, and that's a big milestone for me because you guys are listening, and I hope it is encouraging you. The purpose of this podcast is to give you daily encouragement for your daily walk with Christ. So please share it, like it, keep listening, download it, whatever platform you're listening to it. Thank you so much. Keep doing it. Let's get to 500. Let's get to 1,000. Let's get to 10,000. We'll see where it takes us uh, along the road. Right. So today I want to talk about the subject matter of competition. Now, in our podcast, a lot of our ideas, they just come out of me, obviously, reading the Bible, praying, reading other books, listening to other podcasts. Just they they come from life experiences for me and things that I think about that could be potential encouraging things to you. So I was listening to a podcast some time ago, and it was a leadership development podcast. Now, I read the Bible. I read Christian books primarily, but there are several podcasts that I listen to that are not Christian-based. They're more like a leadership development podcast that really encourage me that I think are are interesting because a lot of times they're just interviewing different people from different companies and I think it's kind of cool. So anyway, in this particular podcast, they were interviewing. It was a Q&A with several different leaders, entrepreneurs, business leaders, one of which was Tony Robbins. Now, please don't hit the stop button. Don't stop me. Uh, Don't stone me. Please don't stop listening to the podcast. I don't follow Tony Robbins. I don't have any of his books or anything like that. But anyway, they were interviewing him along with these other two particular people. They weren't as known as people as probably he would be. But they got on the subject matter of competition. And obviously they're business guys. So they're talking about staying on the cutting edge and and uh how you you know keep relevant in your business so that you can keep going forward and growing and all those kind of things. But they were talking about competition. And here was a perspective that he brought in regards to competition that I thought was interesting and I thought is uh could bring encouragement to us as followers of Christ. Tony Robinson began to talk about competition and he was talking about in his industry, he's one of the guys, you know, self-development, motivational guy. He's been around a long time. He's developed a name. He's grown. But yet he was talking about how there's a lot of these younger guys and people that will come up to him and essentially kind of like, hey, I'm going to take your place. I'm coming at you. And that could be a little bit, uh, you know, it could be uh, negative or intimidating. But he talked about it's really a good thing. Uh, and here's what he was talking about, that competition, the definition of, of competition in, it, in its pure, purest form is that competition is a good, healthy thing because what competition does, it should elevate the participants of those people that are competing. So in sports, if you're competing, if we're playing basketball and you're a way better basketball player than I am, what should happen if we start playing each other? Then you eventually, as I play more with you, because you're so good, you're going to start elevating my game. You're going to start making me a better basketball player. The, I'm a big basketball guy. The other night, we, I was watching the Lakers, just the highlights, the Lakers versus San Antonio Spurs, LeBron's and the Lakers. And it was this exciting game that it went into overtime. LeBron hit a game time three-pointer to send it in overtime. And it was like 142 to 130. It was an amazing game. And it had so much action, but it was awesome to watch the highlights is these two teams that that, that they were both playing so well. And it was back and forth and back and forth. And when one team hit a shot, the other one came down and hit a shot and you could see 
how good of a competition it was. And it's amazing to watch that. You know, another example would be when I first started mountain biking, I love mountain biking. I was so uh, elementary. I was at the bottom. I did not know how to ride. Well, what did I do? I found someone who was way better than me, had a way better bike, had driven for many more years. And as I began to ride with him, I got better. So in the next couple of years, I would ride with people who were not near as good as me and I would elevate them. And so we were competing. We were, you know, we weren't in an official race at times, but competition helps elevate or raise each other up in regards to what we are doing. And so Tony Robbins was just simply saying, listen, I think it's a good thing because you know what? Those, those guys that want to be successful and want to take my place, you know what? They make me work harder. They make me want to be better. And so I think competition is a good thing. And, and, and in terms of Christianity, of following Christ, isn't that what we should do? Shouldn't we, shouldn't we be elevating each other? Shouldn't we be raising each other's games, so to speak? And I want to read a passage of scripture that I think encourages us and kind of relates to this point in some sense. In 1 Corinthians chapter 9, it says, Do you not know that in a race all the runners run, but only one gets the prize? You know, the, the, this is not the only reference where the Bible has referred to our spiritual life and our living for Jesus as a race. And guess what? If you are a follower of Christ, you are in this race for Jesus. We're in it together. We're all running a race. And so we have to, we're in a competition, you know, where a, a race is a competition. Now I want to continue to reiterate that we're not in a competition as to I'm trying to be a better Christian than you are, that, that I think I'm better than you. That is not the point. If that's what you're going to get out of this podcast, you are missing it entirely, but we're competing to get a prize. So we are in a race. We are like these runners and we want to get the prize. What is the prize? The prize, you know, for entrepreneurs and for business leaders, it's money, it's fame, it's fortune. But for those of us that are followers of Jesus, what are we running for? What, why are we trying to win? We're trying to win the prize, which is heaven. It's eternity with Jesus. And so then the next sentence says, run in such a way as to get the prize. And Jesus referred to this in a different way in the book of Revelation, where he said, if you are neither hot nor cold, I'm going to spew you out of my mouth. In a sense, he's saying, listen, if you're just going to walk, if you're just going to just half-heartedly run this race, you're not going to get the prize. You better run with passion. You better run with zeal. And so I want to encourage you today, those of us that are followers of Christ, that we would run our race in such a way as to get the prize. That, that I don't want to, I don't want to be second. I don't want to be fifth. I don't want to be fourth. I want to get first. I, I want to win the prize. Now I am not a professional athlete, but there have been times in my life that I've tried to pretend that I am one. And back in Utah, when I was living there, I was occasionally in different races and and I, you know, I knew, and there were so many great athletes in Utah, uh, and I would go into that race and I'm like, Oh, I want to win. And I, I'd want a place. And, and, uh, it, it was, it was frustrating when I would run a race and to, to see all these people pass me or so many people that were ahead of me. And you know what? It, it made me, it stoked a hunger and a desire and a fire inside of me to want to do better. So the next time I ran a race, I wanted to run faster. I wanted to beat more people. I wanted to run harder because I wanted to do better. And I think 
That is what the Bible is trying to capture here for us, that in our spiritual life, this is a race. We are runners that are running for Jesus, and we are running for the ultimate prize. Guys, this is not about, for those of us that are followers of Christ, this is not about money. This is not about fortune. This is about Jesus and our pursuit of him, and that should cause us to want to run harder and give more time, energy, and effort to to following him than anything else in our lives. Run in such a way as to get the prize. Everyone who goes in, who competes in the games goes into strict training. You know, we can't just casually, we, we, we can't just run. I mean, here's, here's, here's the thing. The longest race I've, I've done some triathlons. I've done a, uh, half marathon before. So I've done a little bit of distant things, but you can't just, you can't just do it. Have you ever met the person that wants to, uh, they're going to get into running or they're going to get into some sport and they're like, okay, I'm going to run a, uh, I'm going to run a marathon. And they've never ran a 5k. They've never ran a 10k. They've never ran a half marathon. And a lot of times those people fizzle out or they pan up because they've not trained. They're not developing. They're not cultivating their, their, their body in a way that they could even run a marathon. And this is what happens in our spiritual life. We want to do great things. We, we want to run, but we're not training ourselves. We're not cultivating a lifestyle that could cause us to be winners of the race. And so it says, hey, number one, we're runners in a race. We're running in such a way to get the prize, but we have to go into strict training. I love, you know, I, I'm a sports guy. I love watching sports and I, I'm a man. It's interesting. I'm a pro sports guy because I love seeing the best of the best. I mean, these, these athletes are amazing. I mean, I, I, uh, I'm the, 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 how high they can jump. I remember the, the most I could dunk a girl's basketball. I could never dunk a guy's basketball. The highest I could ever jump was a girl and to dunk a girl's basketball. And I see these guys now, Six 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 eight seven foot, and they're they're jumping through the roof, and it's amazing. But these guys are athletes; they are daily uh, developing and training their bodies to do what they do. We have to do this as followers of Christ. That's why I know you've heard people in the past read your Bible, uh, pray, go to church, worship, and those kind of things. But yet, listen, all of those things are training yourself to run this race for Jesus. And you will not be successful. You're not. You're definitely not going to get first place. You're not going to win the race if you are not training and cultivating a life and a spiritual life. The next sentence in this passage of scripture says, they do it to get a crown that will not last, but we do it to get a crown that will last forever. Our, again, our race, the reason that we're running, it is completely different because we are going to get a crown. Listen to that. We're going to get a crown someday that will not fade, but it will last forever. And verse 20 goes, 26 goes on to say, therefore, I do not run like a man running aimlessly. I do not fight like a man beating the air. No, I beat my body and make it my slave so that after I've preached to others, I myself will not be disqualified 
for the prize. How are you running today? Are you are, are you running hard? Are you training? Are you a good athlete? And I'm not talking about physically, although I'm trying to get in better shape physically. I hope you would do that too. But what is your spiritual look life look like? What's your what's your spiritual training like on a daily basis? Are you going to be uh, I mean, are you going to be in last place? Or are you going at it like you want to win the whole thing? Should we be in competition with each other? Absolutely. In terms of that, we should be elevating each other. We should be lifting each other up. We should be encouraging each other because you know what? We're not running. Here's the beauty is I'm not running alone. I'm running with you and you're running with me. Have you ever noticed that you run faster when you are not when you are with someone as opposed to being alone? It's kind of interesting when you're by yourself running. Uh, you can you can walk. You could um, you can cheat on your time and no one else will know it. But it's amazing how when you run with other people, all of a sudden you have to do better. I noticed this. I remember a couple of stories here quick. Number one, I remember back when I was in uh, Sioux Falls, South Dakota, I remember I was running. Uh, at that particular time and where the church was at and where I would run, I would purposely run on the, the street area on the sidewalk where there was a lot of traffic. And every Sunday I would meet people and they would say one of two things. They would say, hey, Pastor Jeremiah, I saw you out running this week. Uh, and then number two, some people would say, hey, I saw you out walking <laughs> this week. And I remember when I hear people say, I saw you out walking, I would get so mad because I was supposed to be running. And I kept running that same route because from that point on, I knew there were people watching me and I couldn't, I couldn't dog it because I, I was too, I was too prideful for that, but I couldn't dog it because I knew that people were going to be watching me. Have you ever noticed, here's example number two, is have you ever noticed if you have ever run a race before, it's interesting that you can be out in the race. Usually there's, there's, there's a lot of people in two areas of the race. Number one, at the start and at the finish. So usually at the start line, there's a bunch of people and they're all cheering you on. And, you know, the, uh, there's typically sound system and that's, you know, that's where all the fun stuff is happening and the excitement. And all of a sudden the gun goes off and everyone starts running. And, but whatever distance that you're running, it's amazing. You get about a mile, you get about two, you get five miles into the race. And all of a sudden there's no one there anymore. Maybe one, maybe two, but now you're all by yourself. No one else is watching. And that's where real discipline comes in because now you have to say, okay, there's no mo- no music, there's no motivation, there's no crowd. I got to keep pushing myself. And you know what? I want to tell you, although we're running a race together in our spiritual walk, sometimes we're going to be by ourselves. Although we're all running the same race, there's going to be pockets in the race where I'm running by myself. And that motivation and that discipline because of my training is going to have to take over and I'm going to have to keep pushing and I'm going to have to follow Jesus even if no one else is there. Listen, and that's an encouragement. I didn't wasn't even planning to say that, but for some of you today, there's going to be moments when you are by yourself in your Christianity and it's not anyone else's fault. It's not the church's fault. This is where you're training comes into play because now you're going to have to follow Jesus when no one else is looking. And there's going to be some of those moments, but praise the Lord. There's a bunch of moments when we're running together. And here's my favorite part of the race. When you get to the last quarter mile, now all of a sudden you see all the people, you see people with signs, you see the finish line, you see the time clock, you hear the music again. 
And it's amazing how all of a sudden that no matter how tired you are, that all of a sudden your body gets a jolt of energy. Number one, again, there's probably a little bit of pride because now people are watching you and you don't want to look like your dog and all of a sudden you pick it up. But all of a sudden there is an encouragement and all of a sudden there's people cheering you on. You see people and, and, and it gives you this motivation and this passion to push forward and finish strong. And I love that part of the race. And I want to encourage you today. Listen, we're running a race for Jesus. We are in the race of all races. We're running in such a way as to get to the prize. And I want to tell you, we might be young. I don't know how you, how old you are. I'm still young. But we are getting to the finish line. And we are doing this together. And it's time. It's time for us, the followers of Christ, to encourage one another to say, come on, Jeremiah, run faster. Come on, come on, push yourself. Push yourself. You can do it. We're going to win the race and that's what I want to encourage you today. That's why this podcast exists is today. I'm speaking in this microphone because wherever you are at, no matter what you're doing, I'm telling you today, come on, you can do it. Follow Jesus. Keep pushing, keep praying, keep worshiping, keep going to church. It's worth it because the prize is right there. It's going to be there sooner than you know it. So if we are in the right frame of mind, the right spirit and the right heart, then competition, we should be in competition with each other as followers of Christ, because ultimately what that will do is elevate and push each other to follow Jesus in a greater way than we ever have before. Thank you so much for joining us on the Grace Point Daily Podcast. I hope that encouraged you. Get out there, start running for Jesus, and, and you could run too if you want. But anyway, hey, we'll talk to you later. Thanks. Bye.